April 2017 Conference Notebook What I, the Lord, have spoken, I have spoken. Whether by mine own voice or by the voice of my servants, it is the same. Doctrine and Covenants, section 1, verse 38 As you review the April 2017 General Conference, you can use these pages and conference notebooks in future issues to help you study and apply the recent teachings of the living prophets and apostles and other church leaders. Doctrinal Highlight Be not guilty of persecution. In various countries across the world, I have had small glimpses into the ugliness of prejudice and discrimination suffered by those who are targeted because of their race or authenticity. Persecution comes in many forms ridicule, harassment, bullying, exclusion and isolation, or hatred toward another. We must guard against bigotry that raises its ugly voice toward those who hold different opinions. Bigotry manifests itself in part in unwillingness to grant equal freedom of expression. Everyone, including people of religion, has the right to express his or her opinions in the public square, but no one has a license to be hateful toward others as those opinions are expressed. The Savior taught, Whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 For us to ask respect, we must be respectful. Furthermore, our genuine conversion brings meekness and lowliness of heart, which invites the Holy Ghost and fills us with perfect love. Moroni chapter 8 verse 26 and an unfeigned love, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 22, for others. Elder Dale G. Renlin of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, Our Good Shepherd, Ensign May, 2017, pages 31 and 32. Prophetic Promise God trusts us to serve our ancestors. God knew that you would feel drawn to your ancestors in love and that you would have the technology necessary to identify them. And He knew that He could trust you to accomplish this work in behalf of your ancestors. This is the work of our generation. You have felt this, as I have, when you have experienced an increase of love as you looked at the picture of an ancestor. You have felt it in the temple when the name on a card seemed like more than a name, and you couldn't help but sense that this person was aware of you and felt your love. I testify that God the Father wants His children home again in families and in glory. I promise you the inspired help that you seek and need. President Henry B. Eyring, First Counselor in the First Presidency Gathering the Family of God, Ensign May 2017, pages 21 and 22. Sin-resistant means being repentant. Being sin-resistant doesn't mean being sinless, but it does imply being continually repentant, vigilant, and valiant. Perhaps being sin-resistant comes as a blessing from repeatedly resisting sin. The stripling warriors were exceedingly valiant for courage, 
They had been taught to keep the commandments of God and to walk uprightly before Him. Alma chapter 53, verses 20 and 21. These young men went to war carrying Christ-like virtues as weapons against their adversaries. Our children donned spiritual armor as they established patterns of personal daily discipleship. Joy D. Jones, Primary General President, A Sin-Resistant Generation, Ensign, May 2017, page 88. Answers for You How can I know if my answer is from the Spirit or just me? Remember the words of Nephi, I was led by the Spirit, not knowing beforehand the things which I should do. Nevertheless, he said, I went forth. 1 Nephi chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. And so must we. We must be confident in our first promptings. Sometimes we rationalize. We wonder if we are feeling spiritual impression or if it is just our own thoughts. When we begin to second-guess, even third-guess our feelings, and we all have, we are dismissing the Spirit. We are questioning divine counsel. The prophet Joseph Smith taught that if you will listen to the first promptings, you will get it right nine times out of ten. Elder Ronald A. Rasben of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles Let the Holy Spirit Guide, Ensign May 2017, pages 95 and 96. Fill in the blank. Use the May 2017 issue or visit conference.lds.org to read more of what these speakers said. 1. Overcoming the world is not one defining moment in a lifetime, but a lifetime of moments that define an blank. Neil L. Anderson, Overcoming the World. 2. An assignment to labor in a specific blank is essential and important, but secondary to a call to the work. David A. Bednar, Called to the Work. 3. In the eyes of God, there is no blank in the kingdom that is more important than another. Dieter F. Uchtdorf, The Greatest Among You. 4. Seeking the blank is in our spiritual DNA. Mark A. Bragg, Brighter and Brighter Until the Perfect Day. To read, watch, or listen to general conference addresses, visit conference.lds.org. End of the section, April 2017 Conference Notebook. Read by Dwayne Case.